So, <laughs> dude. What? No, I was gonna. Like I, I'm usually the one that starts laughing. No, I immediately laughing? saw the jacket. I was gonna talk about the jacket. Yeah. But then. But then you, what? No, yesterday. Yet yesterday, did you buy stuff? Sneaky, right? So, <laughs> dude, yeah. Yesterday we're in the car. We got to go to Lowe's because uh, we're gonna. I know, I know. Before everybody goes, oh my God, Steve Lowe's. I, I'm a Home Depot guy because Home Depot just feel. I'm not against either one of them. Home Depot just feels more manly to me. Yeah. Anyway, so we're driving to go to Lowe's because. We have to find outdoor ceiling fans. And I'm like, I mean, the electrician's coming. So I'm like, we have to have them. And surprise, surprise, I have not picked out the fans yet. Of course. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're driving down the road and the sun comes out. The sun comes out. And then Captain Evil over there, out of, <laughs> out of her purse, like, dude, a schmancy, fancy, schmancy case, dude. <laughs> like, bougie, like fancy right and she opens it up dude and i'm just driving and I'm like, okay i'll let you first tell your story go ahead, go ahead. And i'm like i've never seen that case you're <laughs> you're my wife we spend almost every waking moment together and and i and all of a sudden <laughs> okay and then she pulls it and she's trying to be quick about it rick i'm watching her she tried so she pulls them out and then they're like Right, they're all blinged out, and I can tell, dude. This is some fancy schmancy shit. And I go, uh, I go, dude, what are those? And, then, and this is what I love about my wife. She goes, she goes, uh, oh, you know, just, just, I've had them, I've had them. I have had them. And, and I go, I go, I'm your husband. If you've had them, I told you about them. And then that's her next move. For first, first, it's oh, you know, oh, I've had them. And I was, I go, I go, I'm your husband. I have not seen them. I have had them. And I'm not mad. By the way, I'm not mad. I'm just like, and, and I can tell they're nice. Because I know you, dude. They're like, and she goes, no, okay. she goes, she goes, they're Jimmy Choo's. And I you go. You asked me, you go, what kind of sunglasses are those? Right. Because I'm like, Jimmy Choo's. <laughs> Look, you're a little embarrassed. You're a little embarrassed. Because I didn't, I didn't tell you yesterday. First off, the sunglasses are from Nordstrom Rack. And any woman who shops at the Rack knows that they have all the glasses like out on one of those floor to ceiling display things. And then when you go to the register to pay, they have random cases. And so they basically like hand you a plastic tub full of cases and say, here, pick the case you want. So I picked a really pretty case for my glasses, which were at the rack, which were not nearly no, no. as so, expensive so as let they me get sound. into let me get into your, your, your phases of bullshit, okay? <laughs> they, no, no, let me finish. They, <laughs> bring this up so i did buy them a long time ago i just hid them in a purse and i forgot Why i had did you hide them? them that's what i mean like you don't have to so I just things. remember to pull them out no because i spent a lot of money in one week and so i wanted to like gradually pull you things see? out you, a little bit at a time her, her first move is what these like what these that's that's the first move and then the second move is, I've had them. And then the next move is, they weren't even that expensive. So then why hide them? They're less than what you spend on sunglasses, for sure. Oh, let's talk about that. Way less than you spend on and sunglasses. And where are every nice pair of sunglasses that I have ever bought, I still have them. As a matter of fact, I had a pair 
for so long, right? And the case, they were the turtle shell with the, the metal on the bottom. And uh -huh. your dad goes, man, I really like those sunglasses. And I gave them to him. No, you've left That's some on long... stage before. No. When you were performing when? at Windfest one time, you left and glasses I found on them. the stage. And I found them. And the band lied. Remember? <laughs> I found them. Every pair. I, yes, I buy nice sunglasses. Very nice sunglasses. As a matter of fact, I don't have them on my head. <laughs> I um, know. No, someone in the comments, but, it was so funny. Someone said, Renee, when you're designing the new studio, make sure to put a ceiling because you always wear your hat and your sunglasses, even in the home studio. Man ready. I'm always man ready. I got my keys. I got my wallet. I have my pocket knife. I have my hand. We, we went through this. And sunglasses are right here, ready to go. And now those Costas... Okay, those are Costas, uh -huh. and they were those were the most the nicest ones I've ever bought, and they were the glass polarized. They're very nice, and they screwed up, and I had to pull the rubber out of the side of them. Uh -huh. Right, Costa. Um, <laughs> I had to pull the rubber out of the side of them, and I still have them, and I still take care of them. And then, and then I have a pair of Ray Bans. I have a pair of the Oakleys. Right, I have them all. Because okay. I, I take care of them. That's why I usually don't spend a lot of money on sunglasses. And then how many times have I gone, babe, buy yourself a nice pair of sunglasses. And then we do. And then where do they end up? Lost. That was the last time I bought a nice pair of sunglasses. No, my point is that I'm not, Okay, first of all, welcome... <laughs> Six minutes. We've argued for six minutes. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, the Stephen Captain Hill <laughs> podcast, brought to you by Aztec Chevrolet, because if you guys weren't helping us, I could not afford to buy Jimmy Choo sunglasses. Thank you for the very nice window tint on the Chevy, because my husband complains when I buy sunglasses. And anyway, <laughs> that was so stupid. Anyway, I was, <laughs> was going to ask you about the Captain Evil, I don't even know what to call that jacket. What is this? I don't know. It's like shiny. I forget what you Was call it a this. rental? Are we, keep, are we keeping it? What's going on? It's I don't a, even know anymore. It's a rental. I don't know if we're keeping it yet because I haven't checked how much it costs. But it was cool because we went to go visit our friend Zach that's going to build our table. Yes. And I, I would like, <laughs> I knew we were going to film like the experience being over there because, you know, I think people would think it was interesting, which uh -huh. I think they did. Yeah. Um, and by the way, he does amazing stuff. Zach has like, this really cool workshop and he invited us to come up and sort of see all his stuff. But I just, I remember like I was starting to film and then I'm like, oh crap, that's definitely a Captain Evil. <laughs> it's almost like a, uh, like if Captain Evil had a superhero outfit. If I had a uniform? A uniform. Yes. It would look like, like that. Like this? Yes. <gasps> You're right, actually. Yeah, I do kind of love it. I guess I what? will keep the jacket. Thanks, babe. <laughs> But it, it was fun going over there, and and then he, you know Zach was such a, uh, and, and and we we you know when we found Zach or you found Zach. Yeah, I was gonna say don't try know, and take credit for my well, good well, idea. No, no. We reached out. We're like, hey man, we really want to do a podcast table and and that wall. Yeah. On the back, and then he was like, yeah, sure, come to the studio, come check it out, blah blah blah. So we filmed, mm -hmm. and then thanks to you guys, he got such a huge response. He goes, you know what, man? He goes, I'm gonna give you. I'm going to give you as a gift the table. Yeah. He goes, because so many people are following me. So many people. And, and, and we didn't ask. So the fact that you guys were interested, the fact that people 
did follow and did um, get on board, he he was so appreciative that he said, I'm going to give it to you. So I'm like, oh my God, okay, I got other shit for you to build, dude. Like, <laughs> but he does like this, that, that epoxy... It, they call them river tables, but they basically take an actual, like he goes and to a man who sells slices of trees and they take an actual tree and then they fill it with um, like a powdered color. So you can choose any color of the rainbow you want. But it was, it was crazy to me because you see these river tables, right? Mm -hmm. And you're like, how do they, how do they find the piece of wood that everything, right? Mm -hmm. And then I didn't realize that it's the outside. Mm -hmm. They cut it down the middle and then they flip it over and that makes the natural yeah. um, curves of the, the river rock the, or the river. Of the epoxy section. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, I mean. You know, first of all, thank you, Zach. And and his place is called the Wooden Road Home. The Wooden Road Home, and we also fell in love with Zach because of his story. Yeah. You know, because uh, and we are we allowed to share that? Or is it too personal? I think he's okay with it. No, he said. Do you know what he said when I when he told it to me the first time? He said people told me I shouldn't share my story because it'll make people afraid to do business with me, or you know. I think it's question, the opposite question him as a human and I told him no I was like I think it's a great story exactly what you said yeah I mean you know you admire guys like that that are you know he was he was uh, an addict and um decided to turn his life around and he found that he had this talent of building things yeah you know and it was really cool because and, and it goes back to you know me always talking about you know there is a, you know there is a way if you work hard right Figure it out, right? And then, by the way, last episode, somebody was like, "Grab that crying baby." Uh, that our <laughs> Betty is with our baby. Okay, it's not. We don't just have our. I, baby. I call her my behind-the-scenes Betty. Yeah, behind-the-scenes Betty. But um, he found this talent, and then what was crazy was, he told me he goes, "Man, I started watching videos of guys doing this." Yeah. He goes, and I would pause it. And rewind. He's like, I would try to see every angle. I'd try to figure out what tools they had in their workshop. Oh, he would like... pause and try to see what tools they were using in their workshop. And and it's stuff like that that you go, you know, how many people sit there and go, man, I'd really like to do this. Yeah. Right. And then go, but I don't know how. And I, you know, I don't have the tools. And I mean, here's a guy recovering addict, knew he had a talent, but needed to know what materials to use, what tools to, and, 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 and a lot of the stuff he said, he's like, man, I'm figuring it out as I go. I'm getting better, you know, and, and he's been very successful yeah. doing, doing what he loves. And he has this really beautiful shop in, um, it's not even Austin. It's, uh, Lakeway, Lakeway, yeah. Texas. And you go there and it's a brand new shop that he's built and he's become very successful. So, um, it, it's one of those things that like stand up, like, like anything else, you know, you, you, you go, if you want to do it, do it. And I'm saying that to you because I know there's people that watch our podcast who have a dream to do something because you're good at it and you don't do it, figure it out, you know? And, and that was what was cool about our friend Zach. I'm looking forward to... And you're going to go visit him because he's already getting started, right? I'm going to go back. He has our tree, our slab, and he's going to pour it. 
Um, I haven't decided on the color yet, oh, <laughs> but he showed Zach. me all the powders and he said poor. you can mix them. So oh. I'm, I'm going to let him do his thing because he's very talented, but I, but it I will always be cool tell to see that, that process. And, and you like, poor Zach, <laughs> like, I just, I, like, I feel for Zach. I'm sure he has an opinionated wife too. Dude, poor, I, I'm not kidding you, dude. Poor Milton and his crew. Like everything, they were like, oh, Mr. Steve, uh, can you have your wife come out here? And then they, like, you'd come out there to make a decision on the fireplace or whatever, uh -huh. and they'd all go. <laughs> like, they, they literally, no. their shoulders would I have sink. to say, I have to say, for this one, I have stayed out of it, and I've pretty much let you, you'll just come and ask me what I think, and I say yay or nay, and I come back in the house, but you were the one who's been, like, out there kind of checking everything. Right. Poor Zach. <laughs> Poor Zach. Um, but but we did uh, we did have Miss Dora staying with us, and and I wanted to talk about that because God, my mom, do my and you met her on the podcast. My mom is hilarious, right? Yeah. And and she's so charming and funny, but <laughs> but that's what makes her like when she's mad, it's funnier. So she came to visit us for a week because my stepdad Arthur has been remodeling the home now for over a year. Well over a year. Your mom would say like eight years is what your mama would yeah, say. Yeah, but well over a year. However, in Arthur's defense, they are literally redoing the entire home. Oh, ripped out. Outside. Ripped out a staircase. Yeah, I, like, mean, they're yeah. Re I mean, they're basically building a new home. And Arthur's like, oh, well, you know, it's cost a lot of money. And, uh, we, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it, you know. And uh, <laughs> we're putting real oak floors, okay? These are not laminate. They're, they're real floors, you know. So in Arthur's defense, he's really trying to give mom the very best of everything, right? Yeah. But it's taking forever, dude. And mom just loses it. And every time, like, she's here at the house and then fucking fucking Arthur, fucking shit. <laughs> he pisses me off. I've had enough. I've had enough. I'm going to go fucking crazy. I wish she Dude, was here. I like, wish we had her on camera. It's so funny to watch. So all week we've had her here. And just for fun, I'm like, hey, mama, you know, you think I should talk to Arthur? Please, please. I'm going to fucking kill him. <laughs> she was upset he even came. She was like, it was just supposed oh, to be yeah, yeah. What's so, Arthur doing so here? Before, before we left, I, I told Arthur, I said, hey, go, why don't you and mom come up to New Braunfels, stay with us? Because my mom had not met. Delilah yet because yeah. of COVID. I said, and she was, she was, I mean, we'll, we'll wear our masks, which they were very good about um, wearing their masks. <laughs> but I go, I go, why don't you guys come up? And then my mom goes, she does that like the, right? She does like <laughs> Arthur standing here. She's like, fuck. And she still says fuck, which is even in her, even her, in her right? Mouthing. And then, and then as soon as Arthur walks up, she goes, why the shit? Why the shit did you invite him? Because he's a grandpa. I don't want him to fucking come. <laughs> He was so dramatic, right? <laughs> and then, so they get here, and you know me, I'm working outside. Yeah. Right? I'm clearing, uh, I'm still not done clearing all the trees. I was clearing trees and cleaning up in the backyard and raking and doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And Arthur gets out there, and he's working, right? And I, I look out, I look out, I was thinking, my mom's looking at him through the window, pissed. Pissed, right? And Arthur's helping me. Yeah. And I walk in, I go, Mom, what's going on? He's going to fucking help you. At the house, he doesn't do shit. 
He doesn't do fucking shit. I know. She's always so upset when she comes to visit and he stays back that he's not watering her plants and that she's going to go home and all her plants are dead. So I'm sure she was so upset to see him in our trees. So it was so it was so fun uh, to have Miss Dora here at the house. And then, and then it was funny because... Throughout the week, she's like, sold more eyelashes, eyelashes, I sold more eyelashes. And it's just a funny, so it was good to have uh, my mom here, and then I had to go to... You went to Lubbock. Lubbock. Yeah. Oh my, dude, and and I was... Oh, how was the venue? Well, that's what I'm going to talk, like, so apparently, this, I I thought, oh, the city of Lubbock Uh has built a new venue. Right. That's not the case. The so Buddy Holly Hall. Is it's called, called the right? Buddy Holly Hall because for those of you that don't know, Buddy Holly is from Lubbock, Texas, right? And I get there, and it is beautiful. Yeah. First class, everything. I mean, it is. I mean, the seats feel like they're on top. I mean, it's just beautiful. And I'm talking to the GM. I'm like, man, this plate. He's like. We're so happy to have you. And I'm like, are you like, I'm the, I was literally the first nationally touring act to go there. I was the first. I'm their first show. Wow. So he was like, Steve, you're, you're our first so show. So not just the first comedian, first show, period. They did a soft opening with uh, the local symphony to have people like, you know, but then right. I, so then I go, I go, this place is beautiful. You should thank, um, you know, the city. And he goes, oh, no, no, no. He goes, uh, an individual. It's privately owned. From Lubbock. Uh-huh. Donated $20 million to have this place built. Not only did he donate the $20 million, he goes, and you're going to name it Buddy Holly Hall. He didn't even want his name on it. I go, who's this guy? And he goes, he doesn't want anybody to know who he is. But he gave us $20 million to, to, to build this place. And I'm like, oh my, like. Wow. So then, you know, I'm, you know, and you know me, I'm, I'm trying to talk to all the staff and say hello. And you know me. I, I, like I was the, like, I'm trying the, to figure out who it is. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> no it, but it was, it, was, it was really cool because, you know, several of them were like, I have not done a show since March. Well, yeah, theaters are like And they're out like, of we are so happy. To be here, you know, and and and, and it, you know, they when I tell you they followed the COVID rules. Yeah. I mean, it was a whole row, and then it was three, two, three, two, three. In between, everybody had six seats in between them. Uh-huh. Then the row behind them was completely empty, and then so on. Yeah. Right, and everybody had to wear a mask. Right. Yeah. But and then, of course, you know, they're like, you know, because you're looking at, it was a, tw- I think, I want to say 21 or 2,200 seats, mm-hmm. but we only were able to sell 900 due to the rules, you uh-huh. know? And at first I'm like, oh my God, I mean, I'm looking at this place, like, how is 900 people going to make me feel? All those empty seats? Yeah, and the place is huge, right? Yeah. But it really turned out amazing and everybody was having a great time. Could you still hear the laughs? Well, yeah, even though they were wearing, you know, their masks. Well, while, yeah, I mean, you're were... spread out. There's all these empty seats. They're wearing masks. The acoustics in a theater. Like, I just... But, I mean, it turned out to, I mean, it still, lo- you could still tell there was people. People. You know what I mean? And, and it, was, it was comfortable, and, and the people of Lubbock were, were 
I, I just felt like they were very appreciative of the show. And for me, man, it 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 really felt. It just felt like oh, I'm back. Yeah, I'm in, a, I'm in a theater, right? And no offense to the honky tonks and all the venues that I've been doing. I'm happy. I was going to gonna perform- say we're grateful for I'm those. I'm grateful and I'm happy to perform there and I will perform there again because I enjoyed myself. Yeah. But it just felt back. You know, and then I'm looking at my calendar and I'm like, oh man, then I'm going to be in West Palm Beach. Yeah. At a comedy club. Then after that, I'm in Miami at a comedy club. And then I'm in Phoenix at a comedy club. And I'm like, oh, like it's just... These next few weeks are just going to feel... Like you're back on the road. Back on the road, back in, in the comedy club venues. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm so happy that, that oh, this is Delilah's first. Her first... Well, we took a road trip this weekend while you were in Lubbock. We went back home for Tia Blanca's oh celebration gosh, of life. Dude. And I was... You, you, I, I was. So, you look like, like your mom right there. I'm not gonna lie. Was that a Steve impression or a Dora impression? <laughs> I, dude, I was so nervous and so worried because I know you, and I know that if things had gone bad while you were driving home, there was going. I was like, oh my, I was praying to God. I'm like, please. Please and 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 look, <laughs> I do think there is a God, for sure, because He made sure that you, she slept the whole way. <laughs> she slept the whole way. You made it all the way down to Portland, Texas. I did. We right? made the, we made the three hour trip, no problem. And you get with your mom, and then Saturday. Oh. Yeah. The well, the, we Delilah was supposed to have her shots next week, but we're flying to Florida, and so. Um, I was like, you know what? I better get those moved up just in case the shots make her fussy. Holy hell. Well, what, what cracks me up is, 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 is you were like, so poor Delilah, I, I'll, I'll let you tell this part so that we can go back to what cracks me up. Oh, oh, well, no, just poor Delilah. I mean, she did not do well with the shots. We got all the immunizations at once instead of like splitting them up and it just wreaked havoc on her poor little body. I mean, she lost her appetite. You could not console her. It was bad. I ended up in the pediatric minor emergency because she'd broken out in a full body rash. But it wasn't wasn't the shots. They say the rash was not related to the shots, that it was a viral rash. And I said, well, how does a kid get that? How do I prevent that? What I just, could I have I just, done? I just and they're like, up she that, probably got it in the doctor's office. I just like, cracked up that Renee is like, all of a sudden, a doctor. And all of a sudden, she was like, she's like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew not to let her get all the shots at the I same time. Felt I felt total mom guilt. When you see your kids no, but you know what? their head off, I felt responsible. Like, I should have insisted the shots get split No, up. but you know what? I you I had to take Garrett when he, for his two month shots without you, and it was the worst, dude. Like, and I'm I'm so lucky that Garrett was such a, such a tough baby. Like, dude, he looked at me and he didn't cry. He just looked at me and one tear went down his face, and he was looking at me like, "You're supposed to take care of me," and it like it, dude. I was like, "Oh my god." And then I held him and he was like shaking. And I was like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, but I, that's why when it was with Delilah's turn, I'm like, go. go. Yeah, but now we you. split Garrett's up. We didn't do it all I'm at like, once. Okay. This was you. like the nightmare that kept on giving for like 
Two, three days. I felt so. Three like, days. So then I'm in Lubbock, right? And you call me. And then, well, tell me. So then. Well, I went to Tia Blanca's thing and my mom right. was taking care of Delilah. And she texts me, you know, she's really fussy. She's still crying, but like nothing major. And then she was like, I would think she's drifting off to sleep. Like she was texting me throughout the thing. So I thought it was handled. I get home and Delilah is screaming her head off. My parents, both my parents now are in a panic. My mom had called my dad for like help and reinforcement because Delilah had just been screaming. They had her naked because she was all red and splotchy. And they're like, we have, you've got to do something. Like you have to do something. Right. And I thought, well, maybe I can console her. Maybe I can feed her. She did not want the bottle. She did not want food. I couldn't console her. And then the rash was like starting to move and go other places. And I was like, no, this is. I know. And then you call me and then I like. No, you called me. Well, I called Before you. your show. And she's screaming oh her head God, off. Oh my God, dude. She's screaming her head off. And I'm like, hey. And I already know that you're like, look, I got to figure something out. We, you know, yeah. we're going to go to, you know. And, and by the way, I told her, hey, I go, we have insurance. And we pay a lot of money for our insurance. Go to the doctor. Yeah. Just go. You know, and, and, and luckily my stepmom for 25 years of her life, she worked in a pediatric hospital. Hospital. Yep. Right. So I would be like, call Sarah. Yeah. You know, but Renee's like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, um, you have Sarah, we have insurance, go to the freaking doctor. But I felt horrible. Right. And then I get home yesterday. I drive home. I get home yesterday and I walk in and she's asleep. She's sleeping soundly. <laughs> I was like, this is so not fair. You're going to come home and get like but a happy, dude, smiling baby. It just, it reminds me of the time. So Garrett is sick. And by the way, Garrett's five and he has probably thrown up twice. Yeah. Two or three times. Maybe three. Yeah. 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 And I don't know about you, Rick, but I think that's a pretty good for a five-year-old dude. He's only thrown up like three times. Right? Yeah. But or the, on three occasions. On three occasions. Maybe. Max. I, I want to say two. Yeah. Two that I can remember. But he, uh, we're, we're sitting on the sofa. Renee's over here. I'm over here. And Garrett is cuddling with me because he's sick. And, I, and I'm holding him like this. And, and, and I always, like, I tell people all the time. <laughs> I was starting like, yes. But, I, but I, I tell people all the time, like, you know, really, you have to really enjoy hugging your children. Like, because they, they only let you hug them. Yeah. For like two years. Yeah. And then they're like mobile and running around. Yeah. And, yeah. and get off me. Right. Yeah. And now, and now he's five. You get a few minutes. Right. Where if you're watching TV, he'll, he'll jump into my lap and, and he'll, he'll cuddle on, with the movie. But then he punches me and then, you know what I mean? We end up <laughs> wrestling. Um, but so anyway, he's, he's cuddling with me and, and I'm like, oh, like he's, he's like probably like what, three, four? Yeah. Three or four. And I'm like, oh, it feels so good to, to cuddle my son. But I also feel bad because he's sick. You know, and then he goes, uh, dad, I'm going to go sit with mommy. I want mom. I want mom. And I go, okay, buddy. So he crawls across the couch <laughs> and he sits on her lap and Renee's holding him like this. And she goes, oh, buddy, are you okay? And he throws up. Projectile vomit. Projectile into her mouth, dude. <laughs> hair. In and my I'm, hair, dripping and, and down I'm my like, neck, down my shirt. I, dude, I, talk, I get that. I got that. <laughs> like, so then she's like, help me, help. And I'm like, I, I, I can't. Because if I go over there. It was like a cartoon. You're dude, like running back and I forth ran, not I, doing anything. I grabbed a towel and, 
and just threw it at you. I'm like, here. No, we. I had bought plastic tubs for something. I was organizing oh something, and I'm like, get a plastic tub. But I'm like, Garrett, that was perfect. Like, <laughs> that to, was perfect. Like literally for him to leave my lap, uh, crawl over to you, make it to me just in time to puke and all throw over me. Yeah. So, so I'm excited that 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 we're all gonna travel as a family. Yes. We leave um, on Thursday to go to Palm Beach. Florida, yeah, to do the show there. We, I, I love Palm Beach. It's chill. And, it's really cool. It's, it's really nice. I haven't been there this time of year before. We Last stay in time a nice we were there, hotel. It was October. It was like Halloweenish. We stay in a really nice hotel, which is um, um, like right by the club, mm-hmm. so it's not too far. The swimming pool, except the, I think Miami is kind of bleeding into Palm Beach mm-hmm. because you know, like, a, like the pool is really cool. And it's really nice. Yeah. And and we met a really cool couple. Yes. There because they had a, a little girl and then they, they were playing. And, and you're like, oh, man, this is nice. And then for some reason on Saturday, <laughs> they bring in the DJ. Yeah. And it's like, oosh, oosh, oosh at the pool. And I'm just like. They oh. throw out the pool floats. Yeah. And it turns into Miami. And I'm just like, oh, God, can you turn it down? Like, I'm at that age. But, I, but I've never been the... Let's go to the pool yes. and I want to hear a DJ guy. Like I've never been, you know, that guy. Yeah. And Miami, fucking Miami, dude, Miami, you walk into the freaking Whole Foods and there's, there's a, there's a DJ, dale. And there, I mean, it's like, and, I mean, everywhere in Miami, right, Rick? It's like, it's unbelievable. You can't go anywhere in Miami without, oosh, 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 you know, yeah. but it feels very Miami and that's Miami, but I'm in Palm Beach. Yeah. There's a bunch of white people in the pool. None of them want to hear oosh, 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 you know, but, but it, it, we, we love going to Palm Beach. I'm very excited that we're going to travel as a family. And it, and it just, it really trips me out. It really trips me out. I didn't get on a plane until after high school. Oh, and that Garrett is like a gold member on American Airlines. Yeah, Garrett's gold yeah. on American Airlines. Garrett... And then, so I didn't get on a plane until after high school. I didn't sit in first class until my mid thirties, right? And yeah. now, of course, I get first class all the time. But then, and, and, but now when I travel with you guys, you losers, I got to go to the back. Like I'm like, I'm like, oh man, I walked past first class. But it's not that good anymore. They don't have the, you know, with COVID, they don't have the same food. Yeah. But, but it just trips me out that my daughter, at two months old is going to get on a plane and fly. And it scares me because I know her ears are going to pop and we're going to be those people. Well, I mean, I'm going to feed her the body. They say either you nurse during takeoff or you feed because something about like the sucking, just like chewing on gum, for, you know, for adults. I don't know, um, Helps with the ears. So we're going to do that. I am. That's why I'm, I'm going to sit in the back. And you're, you're, <laughs> dude, you're going to sit with the baby. Me and Garrett are going to sit in the back and we're going to be looking at the people next to us like, I know. Like, who brings a baby on a plane? I'm really nervous. I'm a little it. nervous too because it's just one. It's been so long. I feel like since we've traveled. Period. G- did and great. then to be doing it with two, I'm an, I'm a little nervous about traveling again this go round. Garrett did great when he was that age. Yeah, I mean the good news is now Garrett knows how to do it on it. Like he knows the routine. He knows he goes through security oh, dude, Garrett, and he pulls out his tablet well, and Garrett, puts it on Garrett, the belt. Dude, Garrett's like, like seasoned traveler. Yeah, he knows. Uh, the where's the uh, is there a lounge at this airport? <laughs> is there a lounge? <laughs> I'm like, what? 
He's like, do they have a kids club at the lounge? <laughs> like, you're a little shit, dude. Where's the lounge? Is this all the free food they're gonna have? They don't have. Where's the ice cream machine? I'm like, oh my god, dude, this fucking kid. Yeah. Five years old. Where's the lounge? Like, Going up to the bar, at ordering milk. Yeah. <laughs> no, what is because and that's another thing that we do. Um, that that a, a lot of times, um, you know, I I think it's very important that Garrett learns to ask for things on his own. Yes. I yeah. think a lot of parents go, I need a milk for my kid. And I'm like, no, dude. Or orders for the kid. Or orders yeah. for the kid. I, I I insist that Garrett go to the bar because that's where the milk right. is. I'm like, you want milk? I'm watching you. I'm sitting here. I yeah. see the bartender. Go ask. And he will. He'll get up and he'll go ask. But I think that that breeds confidence. That breeds him being able to... Some independence. Yeah, some independence. Yeah. Him being able to speak to other people and yeah. not be afraid to ask. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And I, and I think a lot of parents for, you know, for whatever reason, oh, he wants some milk and he wants pancakes. Can he not talk? Yeah. Can your kid not speak? If your kid can speak, make him order. And dude, so they, but it is funny because he was, he's been doing that since he was three and the waitress would be come over and be like, excuse me, do you guys have pancakes? <laughs> And the waitress is just like, <laughs> did that three-year-old just ask with syrup and uh, extra butter? And they're just like, <laughs> they're like, did that three-year-old just like, excuse me, miss, uh, ma'am, uh, do you have sausage? Is it spicy? Yeah. <laughs> but but what we want to teach our kid, independence. Yeah. We want to teach our kid, hey, man. Be be aggressive. Oh God, like, he was so good this weekend with my folks. Like Delilah was fussing, and my dad had her, and so he tells my dad, um, "I think she's hungry," or he'll be like, "Okay, if she doesn't want to eat, then it's probably because you need to change her." Like, and have you burped her? You're supposed to burp her after every ounce. Like he's gonna can, be bossy, like mommy. Just, <laughs> but just from hearing us talk, he's like picked it up. Um, but I'm oh, I'm very excited to announce. Um, the reason you look at the, the, the set in the background, we changed it up a little because I am going to be on. Can we say? Yes. We can share? Yes. Next week, I'm going to be on Extra. And I got interviewed by Billy Bush. Can I tell you when I was, I was in here when Steve was doing the interview, it's a Zoom interview. So he was doing it on the tablet and I see you talking and then all of a sudden I hear Billy Bush's voice. I don't know why that was so cool to me. I was like, ah, that's Billy Bush. Yeah. yeah it was really well, cool. And, and what was even funnier is because it's a Zoom, I'm wearing these shorts and these flip flops, uh-huh. but yet I have a collar shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And not in a million years do I think. Nobody's going to know, right? Right. And then I bring up that I have nice calves. Yes. And the legs show. Uh And then Billy was like, wait a minute. You have nice calves? I have nice calves. (laughs) Not to be out-calved. And he goes, we need to have a calf off. And I go, yeah, Billy, let's have a calf off, right? (laughs) You're like, actually, I'm very conveniently wearing shorts. Yeah. Wait, was he wearing shorts too? No, he rolled up his suit pants. Oh, yeah. And he pulled his calves out. And then he was was proud. I could tell Billy was like, (laughs) and I'm like, bitch, bitch, come on, son. Are you getting a call from me? Oh, that's my stepmom. So I'm like, come on. And he was proud. And he did, I got to admit, he had the little horseshoe like Uh me. He had nice calves. He did. He had nice calves. And then daddy gets up on this couch here, and then you see it in his face, the, the look of defeat. 
and 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 you can always hear in people's voices they like he was like oh like oh it's kind of like when people meet you and they yes. they don't know what you look like uh-huh and they're like oh 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 <laughs> that that's your wife like oh wow like, she's very pretty and i'm like what you think i married a troll funny people get hot chicks <laughs> so anyway we had a cab off I hope they keep it. I'm curious to see Billy Bush's calves next week. I hope they. I hope they keep it too. So, so next week, guys, on extra, we will let you know uh, via my Facebook. My, I'm gonna put on everything. I'm gonna yeah, put on everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, it, it was just, it was really cool because Billy. At one point, Billy goes, you know, wow, your career. You know, now you're on extra, and I'm like, dude, this is so cool for me. Yeah, I'm happy to be on extra. This is awesome. You know. But but he, I mean, of course, he downplayed it. Like, oh, sorry, you're on extra. I'm like, bitch, I'm yeah. telling everybody, right? Yeah. So we're going to be on extra uh, for National Marriage Week. Um, and I, I thought I thought it went well. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I, I was a little, I was a little. Um, I mean, they'll, they'll edit it. So it'll be cool for us to see too, like what stays in the interview, what gets taken out. Oh, I mean, I hope. That's always fun. Sarah called you. Now, like it's, oh. I know. It's about the key, I'm sure. Hold on. Hello? Are you busy? Are you busy? Yeah, we're filming a podcast. What's going on? Oh, call you back. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that was Grandpa Joe. Yeah, Grandpa. Uh, call you uh, back. I'll call you back. God damn it. God damn Chris. But it was it was exciting. It was fun. I, 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 I think it was. I mean, I never know how things come off. Yeah. I, I do the best I can. Right. Yeah. And, and it's just di- like, if I'm with him, you can feel someone's energy and you kind yeah. of know, it's like, it's why I hate talking on the phone. I hate talking on the phone because I feel like I'm always cutting someone off. You can't see them. So you don't know, like, can I jump in now? Right. You know and, what I mean? And, and, and I could also tell what, what really sucked. And the worst thing that can ever happen for comedy is a delay. Oh, right. yeah. I could tell. Just that, like tech, technology, the I sound. I could tell that he was on a delay, so I would say something funny, and I wanted that laugh immediately, and then there wasn't oh, there. And then I like, think about that. And then like two seconds later, he'd go, oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, there it is. Yeah. And it wasn't a long pause. It was just enough to make me go, oh, shit, I wasn't funny. <laughs> you, you know what I mean, Rick? Like, there was that like two seconds crickets, where I'm like. Crickets? Uh, he didn't get my joke, right? Yeah. Um, but, but but he's I, such a pro. Like he was able to just jump in with you too, and he he was he great. Had, was great at just keeping the interview going. He was, and I do agree with you. There's something about his voice and him that's so. Uh, it's like Ryan Seacrest or, or you Dick know, Clark, right? It, it's almost like this this voice. You, you know just that know voice. it. You just yeah. know it, right? You you just know his voice because yeah. his voice has been around our lives for a long time. You know. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing what it looks like. I, I hope that you guys um, watch Extra, Extra. <laughs> Next on Extra, Steve Trevino. Extra, Extra. The best calves you've ever seen. Extra, Extra. <laughs> Billy Bush thought he had badass calves, but he doesn't. Extra, Extra. On the next extra, the best calves you've ever seen. Extra, okay, extra. Okay, we get it. Okay, it's going to be awesome. Uh, that's going to be the all the interview is just your calves. I hope so. 
I hope so. I hope I go viral for having the best calves in the business. You might, baby. Like I want to, I want to come out in 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 Heartthrob Magazine, Tiger Beat, Tiger Beat. You know, <laughs> do they even still make know. Tiger Beat? That's I funny. I don't even know as the guy. Your calves the, next to Jonathan Taylor Thomas hair. I want, I want other comedians to be mad that I'm the calf guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Does that make any sense? Um, but I did appreciate the people of Lubbock. Yeah. I'm very excited to go to Palm Beach with my family. Um, hopefully, hopefully we will. And you've been doing such a great job of Instagramming more. Yeah. Of kind of keeping people um, up to date on what's been going on in our lives. Well, with Garrett, we were traveling all the time. So there was like tons of stuff to share. Cool places that we were visiting, you know, and travel tips and things like that, traveling with kids. And we hadn't been doing that for a long time. So I'm, I'm and excited. Then, and then the last thing I want to talk about before we get out of here, and, and Rick might edit it because I'm going to go off a little bit. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. But, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, no, you know, you know um, we're, we're so, and we've had other sponsors on our podcast and we've been uh-huh. very appreciative of them. But consistently we have had... Um, Aztec Chevrolet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, um, and you know, and it's funny because agents and managers always tell you like, you know, there's got to be a separation between you and the client, and 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 I I have a really hard time with that. Yeah. Especially when I'm talking to Aztec Chevrolet, who are South Texas boys. As a matter of fact, his last name is Trevino, right? Yeah. And and, and I've gotten to know these guys, and we have conversations, and we text each other, and really no and, relation anywhere. No, no, no. Well, we're both short and stocky, so... <laughs> it's so possible. Yeah, who knows? It might be my brother, because <laughs> Papa was a Rolling Stone. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, we, we, me and, 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 and the, the team over there have become friends, and, and we're really happy to have Aztec Chevrolet. And I, and I want to make sure that I'm doing a good job for them. Yeah. You know, I, I've never been the kind of person that, that took a job, any job, you know, and, and not did a good job. Yeah. Right. If I'm the dishwasher, like my dad used to tell me, be the best damn dishwasher anybody's ever seen. And I was. When I was a dishwasher, I was the best damn because di- I always want to do a good job. Yeah. Right. So I decided just to give them a little extra something, which, by the way, they didn't ask for. Yeah. You know, we're driving around in the high country Tahoe. Yes. I go, you know what? I love this vehicle. I think it's awesome. I think people should see it. I'll make it somewhat entertaining and funny. And it'll be kind of a, a, a little commercial for Aztec Chevrolet, right? Yeah. So I did it. We put it out. And, you know, right now it's at like 35,000 views, which is really cool. But what, what, what irked me is this attitude, right? This, this guy goes, sell out. Right? Oh, I didn't see that. And, 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 it, it, and it, it frustrated me because it, it, if you're calling me a sellout because I'm selling Chevrolets then you should have been calling me a sellout a long time ago because right now I sell chicken strips and beer. That's my job. Yeah. My job, the reason I get booked in Palm Beach at the Improv is because I sell chicken strip and beer. Yeah. People come to my show. And buy a lot of beer. And they make my that business money. Yeah. And that's what people don't understand when they say things like, well, that guy's a, a, a sellout. And it's like, dude, 
you know, I, and the best line ever was, was uh, I think Metallica, somebody said, you're a sellout. And he goes, yeah, we sell out everywhere we go, right? right. We sell out shows everywhere we go. But, what, but I just want people to understand that Aztec Chevrolet, especially during COVID, is allowing me to continue to do my dream. Oh, I was going to say, I I feel like on my page, I did something with a cleaning supply brand and people were so sweet and they were like, I'm going to go out and try this. I'm going to go out and buy it. Like people supported it just because they wanted to support us and they know that that support is necessary to continue doing this. Well, and and what, and what people don't understand is, is I am already a Chevy guy. So it worked out great. I already like Chevrolet, so it worked out great. We've we've had other other offers on this podcast to do sponsorships um, for podcasts. Sex toys are a big market for podcasts, <laughs> and, we, and we turned it down. We turned down um, the sex toys, but at, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it, it it drives me crazy the way some people view things, you know. And and for this person who put sellout, I just thought to myself, man, you don't get it. You know, and I don't know who this person is, yeah. but I, I bet you that person has a hobby. I bet you that person likes to fish or likes to play golf or likes to do something. Uh-huh. And you're telling me that somebody that if I went to them and said, listen, all you got to do is think Aztec Chevrolet every once in a while and you get to do what you love. Are you telling me you're going to tell them no? That's insane. Yeah. You know, I'm able to do what I love because people buy tickets. And when they buy tickets, they buy beer and chicken strips. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because people think I'm funny and Aztec Chevrolet said, hey, here's an opportunity for us, right, to be a part of Steve's audience. We'll pay him for that. So I'm doing what I love. And it's, it's, I just, and I'm not mad at that person. Yeah. Right. I just want people to understand that when you say things like sell out, right. To to me, you know, and and to me, by the way, you know, there is a line, you know, sex toys, we're not doing it. Right. That's not our brand. Yeah. It's not what, what, what we talk about or believe in. We'll say curse words at the wazoo, but (laughs) You know, and, and, and we and we've gotten we've gotten hit up for for products that are not um, tested yet. Yeah. And we're like, no, we cannot, we cannot do this product because we don't know. Yeah. We don't do we don't use it ourselves. Number one. Yeah. And number two, we don't know we don't want to uh, uh, encourage our, our the people watching to go out and buy something that number one we don't believe in. Number two, we don't even know if it works. Right. So we're not gonna take the money. Right. You know what I mean? But when you got good guys like Aztec Chevrolet, who to me sell a wonderful product like Chevrolet, I can get behind that. And I'm happy to. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So to that person that said, hey, Steve, you're a sellout. I'm sorry I disappointed you, but uh, I'm going to continue to sell out. (laughs) Um, So that's our episode. Thank you for listening to uh, me and my beautiful wife. This episode was kind of weird. Yeah. But I hope they like it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I just, it, like, it scares me because this episode is following. Oh, such a heart-wrenching episode. Oh I God. know. Like, you know, and then people were like, best episode ever. And I'm like, well, we're done. I guess we're done. <laughs> I guess we're done. Unless another ant dies soon. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> you know what I mean? We're done. Um, <laughs> but but again, there's going to be you know moments um, throughout our week that, that we want to share with you, and we will always be honest. And, and um, we hope that you continue to watch, continue to share. Oh, and the Amazon watch party. We're going to do that. that. We're going to do it. Yeah, yeah. On the 11th, Thursday, February 11th, the week of of Valentine's Day. Thursday, Um, February 11th. From Miami. Are we going to be in Miami? Yeah. I'm going to have a DJ in the house. (laughs) Oosh, 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 oosh. Right. No, but mark your calendars. Plan it as your date night. We're going to be watching um, My Life in Quarantine live with other people watching it at home. That'll be fun. Yeah. That means I have to wear clothes. Yes. I like being naked. Well, yes. not naked. I like to be in my chunks. I like to be in my underwear. I like to be in my underwear. I don't like being naked because then the neighbors look through the window and then the wives are all sad and it's the whole thing. Uh, but I'm Steve Trevino. This is my beautiful wife. Renee, Captain Evil. You look beautiful. Thank you, love. <laughs>